The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. And this is the Hard Shoulder. Now, the Fianna Fáil party thinking taking place at the moment in Mullingar and County Westmeath. News Talk Breakfast broadcasting live uh, from it tomorrow morning from 7am. As always, me, Michael McGrath, is a Fianna Fáil a TD. He is the party's uh, or the government's uh, Minister on Public Expenditure and Reform. Uh, Minister, you're very welcome to the show. Um, so what, what existential crisis are you grappling with this year? Uh, good afternoon, Kieran. Uh, well, look, primarily it is about the cost of living and the build-up to the budget. We're just uh, two weeks out now from the budget, which will be on the 27th of September, and uh, we still have um, some very serious decisions to make over that period of time uh, to respond in the best way that we possibly can uh, to help people and to assist businesses deal with uh, the cost of living, the cost of energy in particular. So uh, that's our key focus. But uh, this afternoon, uh, we've been dealing with housing. Uh, we had a very good session with Minister Dara O'Brien, uh, Pat Doyle from the Peter McFerry Trust and Michael Broderick, who's the CEO of the new First Home Scheme, that's the Shared Equity Scheme. And uh, we've just concluded a session on healthcare with a focus on women's healthcare initiatives. Um, and we had a guest speaker there, Nora Casey, who will be known to yourself and, and many of your listeners as well, uh, which was really interesting. And uh, later on this afternoon, we'll be going into uh, agriculture, climate change, sustainable food production, and then an update from our MEPs on matters related okay. to uh, European Parliament. Uh, and of course, we have Brian Cody, uh, our guest speaker later on this evening. Uh, we're all really looking forward to hearing uh, what he has to say. And then tomorrow we go on to talk about the budget, about education policy, and Minister James Brown will give us an update on uh, plans for a new gambling regulator, which is currently uh, being established. And, 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 and the, 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 the first item you mentioned on the agenda, which you acknowledge that the, the, the most important many people's yeah. minds that the, the energy crisis the cost of living crisis is there a majority view forming within the party as to how the government should respond to it in, on budget day I believe there is uh, people recognise that over the course of COVID-19 for two years um, the government responded in the best way that it could, looking after uh, households, people who lost their job were looked after. We protected employment uh, through the wage subsidy scheme and so on. And I think we have seen the fruits of that with a really strong economic rebound. Uh, the Irish economy is outperforming um, our European peers quite significantly, but we acknowledge we're not immune from the headwinds that are there now in the global economy. Um, and people want to see us look after those most in need, uh, first and foremost, the heavy burden uh, is being carried in relation to energy costs by older people, by people living alone, uh, by families with children, for example, and, and those will be um, uh, and, uh, people that we will need to look after in the budget, uh, as well as people who are working, who are earning a level of income that puts them above entitlement to state benefits, mm. uh, and also, of course, businesses, because protecting jobs uh, is a key priority, having come through COVID, having got uh, to a record level of employment now of 2.55 million people working in Ireland. We really don't want to take a step back because of the cost of energy and we know that it is an existential issue for some businesses yeah. now. Their viability is and, really under threat and, and, and we hear that and we understand it uh, and we have to respond in the best and, and most impactful way. And in terms of the best and most impactful way, is there a view that, listen, what, what, what was done in the springtime, the model is there, the mechanics are there, uh, the, the reduction in people's bills, that that worked? And if it, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Go again. Uh, it, it did work to an extent and people will say it wasn't enough, but uh, it was a €200 Euro benefit. Uh, we acknowledge that the, the scale of the problem has grown. 
since then. The, uh, the the forecasts of the kind of bills that people are likely to see in the next uh, five or six months uh, are pretty eye-watering and really worrying for a lot of people. And so we have to look at all of the levers at our disposal. Uh, there will be a tax package in the budget. It's important that people are allowed to keep uh, more of the income that they earn through their hard work. Um, we will have our social welfare code. We'll be looking at um, uh, special measures uh, uh, through the cost of living package. It's almost going to be two budgets and one really carrying the, the normal annual budget mm. uh, and then the set of one-off measures uh, that we'll be bringing in uh, in quarter four of this year. So we want those to be rolled out in the weeks after the budget. Um, so it, it will be about using a number of different levers through tax, through welfare, uh, energy credits uh, and other options that are currently being actively examined. And we do have a lot of decisions to make in the next two weeks uh, and it's important that we get them right. Okay, and and is the plan, is the hope or is the expectation rather that the decisions made will be enough to tie the government over until budget 2024, until you and I are having these conversations at the same time next year? Well, that is always the intention when you stand up on Budget Day. Um, is is it the expectation <laughs> this year that well, it will be? experience tells us something different, of course, in the last two years with the uh, the best will in the world. Um, Minister Dunham and I stood up and presented budgets and we did have to um, we did have to make changes and, and make further interventions because of, of a variety of events, uh, COVID and, and then the cost of living uh, over the last So the, the, there's months, a willingness well. around the Cabinet table to, to, to come back to this and to, to intervene again, possibly early, late winter, early spring, if the situation changes dramatically for the worse. Well, I think we do have the capacity now to make decisions in the budget that will help people for a number of months uh, and beyond uh, the turn of the year as well. So uh, we're looking at uh, all options in that regard. But I think you do make a fair point. Uh, we do have to be agile. Uh, it, it is not possible to stand up in the doll on the 27th of September and predict what the world is going to look like for the following 15 months. So we do have to retain flexibility. Uh, thankfully, the public finances are in a much, much improved position. That's a good thing. It gives us the firepower and the capacity to respond. Uh, and we won't be using uh, uh, all of the resources. We won't be emptying the tank um, because there may well be a need to do more next year. Um, but having said that, it will have to be a significant response um, because we know a lot of people are okay. genuinely worried uh, about the bills that, that they're facing now and that have yet to come. I, 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 I suggest that you and I might be having this conversation next year. If we are, will you be Minister for Finance or Public Expenditure and Reform? Well, I think, you know, that's not my call to make, uh, Kieran. Yeah, but I know, the, I know the agreement says you'll be Minister for Finance, but apparently there's pushback. It, it, to be frank with you, uh, I'm looking at the next couple of weeks, which is going to be really tough, trying to agree a budget, a lot of ministerial bilaterals on the spending side, uh, and uh, it won't be easy, um, but I'll get stuck into it. Uh, work is very advanced. I'm certainly not looking beyond that, and I don't think the general public uh, want to hear any... You're uh, absolutely uh, looking beyond that. You just talked about how you're planning for uh, a, a budget that goes well beyond the next couple of weeks, that you're looking ahead to what the situation is going to be like next year and beyond and not emptying yeah. the tank. So you have a long-term view on things. You surely have a long-term view in your own political future and the future of this government, which includes you as Minister for Finance by the end of the year. Is that still the plan? Look, the, the party leaders will have ample time once the budget uh, is published uh, and before mid-December to discuss all of the issues uh, around rotation. And I've no doubt that they will do that. The Taoiseach was asked about this issue earlier on at the beginning of our thinking, and uh, he just pointed to 
the foundation stone of this government is parity of esteem and uh, people can read into that whatever they choose but I think it is about respect uh, which cuts both ways uh, the government has worked well together uh, everyone knows Minister Dunham and I have a very good working relationship uh, and uh, that will continue and mm. uh, people can rest assured on that front and we'll be working hand in glove in the next two weeks to deliver the best budget we possibly can in difficult circumstances what happens beyond that is not my call Kieran. with uh, the best will in the world the party leaders will discuss all those issues uh, and they will be deciding uh, uh, the allocation of portfolios um, later in the year yeah. well, I should maybe catch people up why I'm asking these questions is that as well as being Minister for Finance Pascal Donoghue is head of the uh, group of European countries who, who use the euro the euro group and by all accounts that job is on offer again to him to continue in it as long as he is Minister for Finance uh, and there has been a suggestion not least of, uh, from him uh, the, the Taunisha and the future Taoiseach Leo Varadkar he talked about this probably the most important position any man Irish man or woman holds at the moment in the world is is the Taunisha right in that? Look, well, Before can, we talk about the agreement, right? Is, is the Taunish the right to say that that role is probably the most important position any Irishman holds at the moment in the world? Uh, look, it, it is a significant position. There's no question about that. Whether I would confer uh, that status on it, uh, I, I don't know. It's a very important position. Nobody. So Leo's overegging the pudding a little bit, is he? What, what to keep his man in the job. You, what I can say to you categorically is that the issue has not been raised with Fianna Fáil. Uh, either with me, with the Taoiseach, uh, there has been no discussion on that issue. And to be frank with you, nor should there be. We have a budget to do. We have two weeks to do it. That's all that people care about. They're not worried about individual politicians and their positions. Uh, and nor am I, to be honest with you, at this point in time, as I'm looking at the enormous work that we're going to have to do and we will do uh, to get a good budget so over. F- F- Finnegan, your, your partners in government, they shouldn't be talking about this in the media either, should they? Well, it hasn't been raised with Fianna Fáil. There has been no discussion on the issue. Fine Gael have uh, raised and, it, um, but not uh, with Fianna Fáil, it seems. Yes, I, I have read various articles and, of course, heard uh, what the Taunish has had to say. The most appropriate way to deal with all of these issues is in the fullness of time once the budget has been dealt with uh, and there is a, a good run-in to mid-December, uh, which is when the handover happens uh, and these issues can be teased out uh, in a mature and a considered way uh, with mutual respect and with a view to ensuring the stability of the government okay. that we run until 2025. Uh, my focus for now uh, is on the budget in two weeks' time. There's a commission on taxation report that's due to be published later in the week. We're going to be talking about it after five o'clock, but I actually want to ask you about something else that's going to be published later in the week, this GSOC report into uh, the incident where in your party colleague Barry Cowan was pulled over uh, for drink driving and this report by all accounts is going to exonerate him of, of, of some of the accusations made about you know attempting to evade the Gardaí and do a U-turn and that type of thing. Uh, does this pave the way for his return to government? Would you, would you welcome him back into the government fold? Well, I don't think we can be expected to respond to uh, a media report of a report that is yet to be published. Uh, nobody has seen that GSOC report uh, in terms of within the political system that I am aware of. And I hope it is concluded shortly. I hope it is made known, of course, to, to Deputy Cowan and that the issue is concluded. But until and if it it's con- been, uh, but if it's concluded favourably, you, you, you'd welcome him back into government. But look, again, to be frank, that's above my pay grade, uh, Kieran. That's not a call uh, that I make. Uh, no, I, I didn't ask you, will you? If I asked you, will you bring him back into government, that would be above your pay grade. I asked you, would you welcome him back into government? That's not above your pay grade. I think that uh, there is a wealth of talent within our own parliamentary party 
the trouble we have is that there simply are not not enough uh, ministerial positions uh, for the people that we have um, from from right across the spectrum in our own parliamentary party, and that of course includes uh, Barry Cohn and um, the the Taoiseach. Whenever it does come to any change in personnel or uh, change of portfolios, we'll have some really really difficult calls to make uh, in in the months ahead. Okay. But but that's not for now, and I'm not going to to comment on on reports of a GSOC report that we simply have not seen. Well, you mentioned the Taoiseach. The Taoiseach is going to be joining Shane and Kira from Mullingar at the Fianna Fáil thinking tomorrow morning. News Talk Breakfast between 7 and 9. As always, Michael McGrath is the Government's Minister for Public Expenditure and Reform, Fianna Fáil TD. Minister, thanks a million for joining us. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.